0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of No Boundaries. It's your girl Aisha checking in. Um, I want to say welcome, welcome. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you for your support. Uh, Just to give you guys a heads up, your girl and her partner in crime Marlon have entered into a podcast contest um so send us your well wishes, hopes and prayers uh that we nail this thing. So everyone has been uh so supportive um so far in sharing the links and voting. We want to thank you so much for everything. All right, so let's get to it, guys. Um as many of you know if you've been journeying with me this month, these past couple of weeks, I've been talking about um foster care awareness month which is the month of may and as you see may is now coming to a close um so i just want to kind of recap on some things that we um that were brought to the forefront as being a foster care kid and things of that nature some of the things i endured and um fast forward to where i am now in life because my story is different praise god yes indeed so again, um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about, um, rotten pieces, right? So with rotten pieces, it's like where, you know, we see people and we just see the surface layer. Um, but if we just take the time, um, especially for people who have, you know, been in the situations that I've been in with, uh, losing everything and trying to find yourself in the process and, And grow up and transition through life, um, you want to dig a little deeper past the superficial uh, protective layer that we all have. It's kind of like a a self-defense mechanism um, that we use as people who've been hurt or people who are angry and feel that, you know, life owes them something and, you know, for people to be, uh, you know, execute a little more grace, a little more patience and just kind of, you know, Look past that and um, see that person at their core. Like, you know, meeting people where they are and, you know, taking the positive attributes of your life and, you know, trying to elevate them. You know, it's like once you've been exposed to something, you can't go back. So it's like if you've lived in darkness all your life or you've lived in a, a, a anger and bitterness and some unfortunate situations all your life. Once you've been exposed to the light, and once you know that there's something more out there for you in a positive way, you can't go back. You can't deny that fact. You can, you know, granted there are people who will say, well, you know, um, I know people who have decided to take another path, but they can't deny the fact that they've been exposed to the light, that they've been exposed to something positive, something different, something better, and that uh, ultimately life is about choices. You know, it's just like in the Bible where you if you if you read, you pay attention and it says if if you do these things then this will happen, if you don't do these things, then this is where you'll be. And it's just like, you know, we have choices. God gave us free will. So with that, you know, I would encourage anyone to execute wisdom Um to continue to be the light and for people who are in dark places or who've had a rough time in their life. Um, don't kick them while they're down guys. Don't, uh, don't feed into the negativity that they try to give you. Uh, just continue to be a positive, uh, ray of sunshine in their life because you never know, um, you're planting seeds. So while you may not see the, it come into fruition and you know, right before your very eyes, Someone else will come along and water it. And like the Bible tells us, God would give the increase. So that's something to think about. I know the following week uh, after that, we talked about um, survival of the fittest. And it's, you know, taking uh, a look, uh, an inside look at the mindset of, you know, someone who's been in the foster care system and looking at, um, you know, the struggles Uh, fighting for identity, you know, fighting for a a place, you know, a space to call your own. And, you know, coming up and how those things still have an effect on how I operate today as a 44 year old woman who went through those things um, 30 plus years ago. It operates how I move my money. It operates how I deal with people, how I think really long and hard before I want to, you know, um, give a negative reply or I want to send a text message that, you know, I'm going to tell such and such about themselves. It makes me think differently and, you know, continue to be the light in dark places. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but um, it takes a lot to get me to that level to where I'm going to join you on the other side and, you know, just be going off and doing negative things or whatever. But because again, I'm still a work in progress, despite all the things that have occurred. But you know, it's just one of those things to where the upbringing and coming up and going through struggles and, you know, it still affects the mindset today. And it's like, how do we move forward from that? And not all of those things were bad. Like, from, um, like the Migos got a song where they're talking about, uh, we went from nothing to something. And that, that's my life story in my opinion, because it's like, uh, all the things that I I had to endure, whether they were self-inflicted wounds because of my mindset and, and thinking because of my situation, or was it, you know, casualty of war, things that just happened in life that just happened to adversely affect me as a child and, you know, play a part in uh, my adulthood, whatever it is. The strong survive, the weak do get preyed on. But if you're strong and you see someone else that is weaker than you in whatever uh, way, shape or form, encourage them, share what you know, you know, brighten their day you know, give them some wisdom, you know, again, expose them to another level that they've never seen before and be the difference. You know what I'm saying? And, um, what else did we talk about? Um, oh, last week we talked about, you know, playing the hand that you're dealt. So it's like, um, I mentioned how you don't, when you're playing cards, you don't get to choose, Whatever you're dealt, that's what you have to deal with. So that's the same way, you know, in life that we have to deal. So it's like no matter what occurs in life, again, whether it's a casualty of war or something that you've done to yourself in a negative way, shape or form, you can still win this game of life. That's my philosophy. Um, You can win by making better choices uh, in your life. Deciding on how you want to live your life, that you don't have to be a statistic, that you don't have to be all the negative things that people say that you uh, that you are, or like when people say, "Oh, you're going to be just like your mother," you're going to be just like your father, whatever it is, you're not. Def- you don't let that define you, because there's something greater out there. I will say it again and again: there is something greater. So when I look at myself, guys. I think about all that I've been through. I think about all the people that did not make it. And um, God be with them. Because uh, some people are still struggling. Like I said, some people are um, going through bouts of addiction. Some people, um, they've been arrested. They've gone to jail for prostitution. Some people have died and didn't make it. Um, I have yet to hear or, or run into anyone else um, that I went through those things with in, um, in a positive situation. I mean, I've, I've moved away from where I was like a thousand miles away from where all this initially happened, but it's like, okay, I wonder how they're doing in their lives because I think about it every day. Like, you know, it's a scripture that says, um, Is it a scripture or a song? Either way, it talks about if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? So, in the midst of all those things, I think about okay, I made it. I didn't go to prom, I didn't have a graduation ceremony, but I did get a GED. So, when I went on further in life, I got my bachelor's degree uh, in healthcare services. So, that was a plus for me. I've been holding down a job, um, working in the healthcare. Uh, I'll call it the arena versus the field, working in the healthcare arena for uh, over 20 years. So it's it's been a great change from where I was to where I am now Um, going through the things I've gone through. I have a better relationship with my children. Um, It wasn't all peaches and cream and we didn't always agree. And we still have disagreements and they're young adults, but we have a functioning relationship. There's love, there's truth, there's honesty, there's authenticity. And a lot of people don't have those things. So the things that I wanted, you know, growing up as a kid, I have those things now. There is a verse in the Bible that says, there, Better is the ending of a thing than the beginning. I didn't like how life started for me initially. It's like I took a lot of losses. I had to roll with the punches. But guess what? Thanks be to God who always caused me to triumph and it's causing my children to triumph. And so it, um, it helped with my parenting skills because it's like, I don't give my children everything. Um, I don't, um, talk to my children in a negative way. A lot of people feel like, oh, well your children, you give them an opinion. They don't have an opinion. I didn't have that opportunity as a child. So when I, as I parented my children, I told them, you know, we could talk about things, long as you keep it respectful. We can discuss anything open on the table as long as you keep it respectful. And you know, my children will come and sit down and have conversations. And I'm not saying it's perfect. And I'm not saying that they want to hear everything I have to say and that I want to hear every single thing that they have to say. But whatever it is of importance, I listen. And they you know they listen to me too. It's it's therapeutic. So it's like so many different things have occurred. But there is light at the end of the tunnel you just got to keep moving you got to keep pushing and not let anything or anyone deter you now i i totally totally understand that it gets rough it gets dark and i'm just going to tell anyone who's in the trenches still or still living in that mindset that they're um you know reminiscing on being in the trenches and things that they've gone through keep walking keep pressing, keep praying. Like for me, I sing every day. I ain't going to say I'm the greatest singer. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. But I sing every day. My life without music would be like void. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I listen to music every day. All different genres. Trust me. I, I love gospel music. I get my praise on. I sing and worship God. I, I listen to the trap music. I listen to a little bit of the ratiosity. I listen to a variety of things because I like to stay up on things. Um, not only that. But um, I read, I volunteer, um, I help other people, and it brings this sense of um, joy because it's like, okay, there were some people um, when I was going through the things that I was going through that would come by and, uh, you know, donate stuff and people would donate food from different places to like the group homes we lived in. You know, they would give a positive word here and there. So um, I think about that and and my mindset has been, okay, I'm going to be the things that I longed for, the things that I I desired and craved as a kid coming up, the things that I I felt that I lacked. Um, I'll be the opportunity for somebody else. I'll try to be that ray of sunshine for someone else, Uh, You know, that positive voice for someone else, that words of wisdom for someone else because again you never know you know the mindset of people or what people are going through i've seen people that i'm 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 walking and talking and speaking to them one day and then they're no longer here Or i've seen people who seem to have it all together but they're holding on by a thread and they've committed suicide or homicide and suicide at the same time so it's you you just never know your words your actions sharing your story has the presents the opportunity for dialogue for someone to open up and tell their story because they may not feel that you can relate but once they hear your story and it resonates with them It brings about a sense of safety, like, okay, you know, someone has been through what I've been through, so I can share a little bit. I can get a little bit of this off of my chest, and I'm going to be okay for the day. So you just never, ever know, man. I promise you, you just never know. So again, like, always make it your, put your best foot forward as much as possible to, uh, like I said, be the light to others. I mean, it's just, there's nothing like it. Because, like I said, um, not all my experiences were uh, bad. I know the social workers in this field, shout out to them, they get a bad rap. Um, Don't get me wrong, there are some who sucked, I cannot lie. And they were just, you know, in it for a paycheck or for whatever it was for them in that moment. Or they were just, you know, passing through. But I'll never forget the one lady that rattled my cage and she's she stuck with me and she would always say you know what am I gonna do with you nobody else wants to take you and she would just talk to me real blunt and honest but I knew she cared for me I knew she loved me like I was her own because she went through hell and high water with me she didn't pass me off to another caseworker or a social worker she stuck it out with me until I was safely placed at, um, well, I was at my sister's. And then, of course, I ran away and left. But up until that that journey, uh, for that period of like four or five years, she stuck it out with me. And it was just a joy to be able to see her in my adulthood uh, years ago um, when I was married and I had just had my twin daughters. And for her to see that this young lady who was deemed a statistic who wouldn't make it who was just rebellious and um slipping through the cracks that she had found her way. So all those conversations that she had with me and the tough conversations um you know, the ones where you being a kid and you rolling your eyes like, Oh Lord, can we get this over with? Yeah, those conversations. Um those things stuck with me. And it just kind of helped me along the way to be better and to, to do better. And I started changing, you know, my attitude, my outlook on things. Everything didn't come instant, you know, in full speed ahead with my, you know, epiphany to have a better life. But things started to line up. Um, so what I will say is. You make a difference. Everyone has been placed here on this earth with purpose. The Bible tells us that. So God knew who He wanted us to be and what He wanted us to do. And I feel like all of us are game changers. Whether you change the game for your family, your parents, your children, um, you change the game at your job, whatever it is, you are a game changer. You are a person who has the opportunity to make things better. And I will encourage you every chance that I get to do so. I know you're probably like, oh, you just sound like positive Patty. Man, I'm here to tell you that. No, it's not going to be all roses. It, it will never be all roses. I mean, because I mean, truth be told, we would never, ever, and, and God knew what he was doing. He designed, he allowed hardships to occur. We would never ever appreciate the good if we had not been through the bad. We would never appreciate life if there if we didn't know that one day we would die. Um look at all this stuff that's happening now with the with that the year that we've been through with the whole um COVID nineteen thing. I mean all the lives that were lost. And it's like you I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some people who still have no value for life, and Lord help them. But then there are people who have a newfound outlook on life. They're learning to live life to the fullest. They're learning to not spend all their time at work. They're learning to, you know, take that extra time and be with their children, be with their spouses. You know, take the extra time to go back to school and, and complete whatever it is that they started early on in life. So it's like um, everything serves a purpose. Uh, like the Bible tells us, there's a season for everything under the heavens. There's a season to live, to die, uh, to plant, to pluck it up. There's a season for everything. And and it, it's kind of like you just have to, um, you have to pay attention and recognize what season of life you're in to know what it is you're supposed to be doing, who you're supposed to be helping, what it is you're supposed to refrain from. Um, it all plays a role in why we're here. Well guys I'm gonna wrap it up but what I wanna say before I close is this all in all I feel like my experiences um I was well in my experiences I've been considered the underdog so it's like um these experiences have you know made me like a, a champion for the underdog like you know for myself um I have zero tolerance for bullying I stick up for people. If It's just like this innate um, feeling. It's like if I see people being mistreated or, or wronged or being, you know, disrespected or demeaned, you know, I just, you know, I jump in and I say, hey, you know, that's not how things should be done. There's a better way to do things. It's like it has taught me from seeing the things that I saw in that place to, you know, um, stand up for the people that don't have a voice and um people who are you know overlooked or taken advantage of in instances you know i remember um a few years back when i used to be a union steward and you know part of being a union uh, union steward you you know you fight for the little guy and you do your best to on whatever the issue is to level the playing field for the person that you know you're representing or whatever. Um, and just kind of, you know, um, help people who are disenfranchised and, um, uh, they're never heard or, um, they think they don't matter the position that they're feeling that it doesn't matter. And they feel, you know, um, over, like I said, overlooked and they feel like, you know, what they're doing is useless and that, you know, they're just a number. Um, so in that instance, being a representative for the underdog, um, I've been that person with no voice. I've been that person with no place, no sense of, you know, belonging. And it's like when I look back at those experiences, I feel like God has prepared me for these moments. Um, He's prepared me for, you know, being able to help people, to stand up for other people, teaching them how to, you know, stand up for themselves because there is a champion in all of us. Well, guys, that's my spiel for today. Um, I don't have a recap for you guys, but I just want to, you know, send you guys a shout out and thank you for being, again, so supportive. Thank you for tuning in every week to journey with me and listen um, as I discuss life and issues and different things of that nature. I appreciate you more than you know. You guys are giving me life. You're like, giving me strength and encouraging me in times where I've, you know, second guessed and doubted myself because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I have it all figured out. I feel like this is where God has called me to be and that he's created a space for me and that he's enlarging my territory and that I'm just taking it one day at a time. But every time, like I said, like when I see that, um, the number of listens are going up when people are listening and, um, people are sharing and, you know, encouraging me, that encourages me, uh, more than you guys know. And I just want to say, thank you. Um, I'm so humble in that. Um, I really appreciate you guys. So, um, stay safe, uh, and God bless.